The Greenhouse Effect is a weekly podcast hosted by youth pastor Avery Bowman. This podcast is for teens and their parents. Our goal is to encourage, support, and strengthen the home. Contrary to popular belief, one can survive in this present culture while maintaining a personal relationship with Jesus. Join us each week as we learn from God's Word. Here is your host, Avery Bowman. Wow. It's been quite some time now that I have been looking forward to starting up this podcast, and the day is finally here that I get to release my first episode, and I want to thank you for taking the opportunity to listen. Um, Honestly, my heart behind this has nothing to do with um, getting people to listen to me as an individual, but I do have a heart in this day and age to influence and impact and just love and care for teenagers in this present world. And honestly, I, I was sitting in a, a college chapel back in 2014, and I'm sitting there, and the Lord gave me this burden to start a ministry called Greenhouse Ministries. And my goal behind it, honestly, was to equip individuals in a controlled environment for them to then use the information received to go out and to turn this world upside down for Jesus Christ. And I truly believe that even in 2022, with all of the chaos that we see on a daily basis, that that is still possible. I remember taking taking an interest in gardening as a small child when a close friend of mine who owned a lawn care business really enjoyed it. His family um, owned a, a tree trimming company, and I was over there at his house one day, and he was telling me about, um, hey, man, you should get into gardening. It's really relaxing and all these different things. And, you know, I'm only 10 years old. But sure enough, he was showing me different things. And I checked out his garden. And, man, the things that you can do and the initiative that it takes and how much care it takes to really have a good garden is is amazing. And so when you think about a garden and you think about the end result of a garden and the time and effort that it takes in planting, and um, but if long before you plant, you have to uh, cultivate the soil. You have to um, spend time with that soil. You have to uproot all of the bad that is in that soil. And the thing that I found out quickly was that it takes a lot of patience It takes an amazing amount of effort to create the perfect conditions for growth and the multiplication of the plants. And and that is my entire goal behind beginning this podcast. That is why I have committed and dedicated my life to working with teenagers is because it takes a lot of time to cultivate those atmospheres. It takes a lot of time to create the right environment for young people to grow. And so I'm going to go ahead and have a a quick word of prayer. And my prayer behind this is that the Lord would use this to just cultivate lives and that individuals would be able to grow, not from me, not from anything, but just maybe some experiences that I've had in working with teenagers, maybe some conversations that I've had with teenagers will be a blessing to you parents and you families that might be, maybe are struggling, maybe um, are losing hope in the fight. And my goal is to be there for you, to pray for you, 
And if you'd email me, if you'd let me know how I can specifically pray for you, I'd love to do that. But Lord, I love you. I thank you for being such a personal God that cares about us on such an intricate, intimate way. I thank you, Lord, that we can come to you and we can give our children over to you and trust you with them. You know just the right amount of pressure they need. You know the perfect climate they need to grow. Lord, we are trusting that in everything that we do in this life, that you will allow them to grow. And Lord, I pray that as we begin this podcast that has nothing to do with with man or look at me or look what we can do, but Lord, it has everything to do with you. I pray that maybe one little gold nugget each episode will stand out to somebody and will be an encouragement, will lift somebody through a hard time that they're going through. Lord, please allow this to be a blessing to somebody today. In your precious name I pray, amen. It does not matter the climate on the outside. It only matters what the climate is on the inside is. is. And it's so true if you think about the climate on the outside as far as in our world, nobody can argue that we can't control that climate. We can't control what our kids see outside in this life when they're out and about, when they're just going through their daily conditions. But when the environment on the inside, we can control that. And I think oftentimes we get bogged down on all the bad that we lose track and focus on what is happening within our walls. That is what is the utmost importance. The thing about a greenhouse is this. You can't control what happens on the outside, but you can do your absolute best to control what happens on the inside. But again, it takes patience. It takes effort. It takes intentional effort in controlling that. In our very first episode, let's discuss a couple different ways here that a greenhouse is extremely beneficial. Number one, you have year-round cultivating. A greenhouse gives you the option to be able to grow a crop year-round. Okay, think about that. Here in Ohio, this is important. Whether it be late frost that will damage the crops or a long winter, a greenhouse protects the seeds and they are sure to flourish no matter what the conditions outside are doing. And if you think about different things that happen is you can consider balance, right? You can have a good balance when you are thinking about um, thinking about the greenhouse effect in your family's life. Have a good balance. Have, have, don't, don't, don't forget to laugh with your family. Don't forget to have a good time with your family. I think so many times we're getting stuck in this rut where we babysit our kids with cell phones. And I remember, I'll never forget when, um, you know, you, we have our first, uh, children and the Lord gave us two right off the bat and we had twins. And so I, I'll never forget thinking to myself, I'll never be that parent at the restaurant that gives them a phone to keep them quiet while you're waiting for your food. But when you go out to eat with an individual and in the ministry that happens quite frequently and you're going out to eat and you take someone out and, and you know, the boys are getting restless and different things like that. And so what do you do? You get, you find yourself going back on your word and just passing your phone off. And 
I, I don't think that's necessarily wrong, but I think there's a balance there because what then happens is we find ourselves constantly giving um, our phone to our kids, overprotecting. You know, I, I got advice and wisdom and counsel from um, a great man of God, and and something awesome that he told me was this, is that, you know, let other godly individuals influence your kids. And you know, I said, what, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, I mean, let other individuals speak the same things into your kids so that your kids don't think that you're the only one that believe that way. And man, that's so true. That's powerful because it, it, it reaffirms everything that you work towards, everything that you commit yourself to. I know I'm not saying just give your kids over and let them hang out with whoever and go wherever. Obviously, you have to use discretion and be extremely cautious in this different area. But if there's a man, um, you know, extremely uh, faithful or reputable, um, I, th- I think of some extremely good men at our church and they have some teenage guys work with them and, and they own businesses and, and the guys will go and, and maybe carry furniture for them and just spend some time with them. And, you know, while they're carrying furniture, those men will speak into their life. They will reaffirm the um, thought processes that their parents are teaching them. And so I think so many times we think we're the only ones that have influence over our parents, but are over our kids, but God gives other in people in, in their lives to speak into them and we can allow that, but obviously we don't just throw them off to anybody. So you know who to trust and who not to trust, but it's important to give our kids critical thinking skills. One thing in this day and age I will say is that common sense is gone. And how to think in tough situations, how to reason out situations, disciplining with no explanation, disciplining just for fun. And, and, and that's one thing that our teenagers today and our children today, they, they want to know why. They want to know a reason behind why you're doing what you're doing, why you're saying what you're saying to them, why you're not allowing them to go over to so-and-so's house or why you won't allow them. But just because I said so, unfortunately, that's not good enough. And I understand that regardless of your upbringing or your style of parenting, but I think that there should be an amount of teachability here to where we should be able to teach them and allow them to understand the bigger picture and and open their eyes maybe to see that there's there's more to this thing. And so teaching them critical thinking skills and allowing them to then make their own decisions on their own, allow them to then um, make those decisions without us constantly making them for them. Greenhouse is number one, year-round cultivating. You can protect that climate all year round. It'll grow all year round. Number two, protection from damage, wild animals, birds, pests. When the crops are in the elements, they are vulnerable to almost anything that crosses their path. However, inside the walls of a greenhouse, there's protection 
from the majority of those dangers. And when you think about a greenhouse effect in the, in the lives of your young person, it's the same exact thing. Man, protect your kids from the chaos of, of this life. You know, one thing that is so very true in working with teenagers today is that cell phones is something that we have to be vigilant about. I'm not saying take away your kid's cell phone. I'm not saying to not have allow your kids to have a cell phone. But I am telling you that teenagers have masterminded how to hide things from you on their cell phones. They know how to erase things. They know how to um, be exposed to things at a very early age. Here's the deal. All of these companies know how to market and they know how to get to um, the audience that they're trying to get to and they can do it extremely, extremely well. And so if we don't step up our game as parents, if we don't educate ourselves and understand, I'm 28 years old and what I know is that I've had a smartphone, honestly, for since I was 16 years old, I got an iPhone 4S. That was my phone, my first smartphone. And that phone, even then, the apps, the technology that these kids have access to today is so much further along. They're, they, it's not that they have the intention of hiding things. It's that they, it just flat out has, is the way that they have been brought up. Most of our kids have had phones in their hands from a very early age. And so they know how to work these things inside and outside. And when you think about it, you haven't had a phone all that long. And your phone, you don't know how to work it. You don't know how to hide apps and stack apps and have apps buried behind other apps. And I'm just telling you that we got to be careful of what our teenagers and our young people are seeing on their cell phones. You know, a lot of times for whatever reason that there's a lot of kickback when I bring up the word cell phone or monitor your kid's phone. But you know, we're called and we're responsible for protecting our young people from the damage of this world. You know, when you plant a garden, you don't want uh, birds and deer and raccoons and different animals coming and stealing all that stuff. When you put your life into a business, you don't want thieves coming and taking all that away. You know, much more so your family. Why would you want this world to come into a little four and a half to a six and a half inch device that is constantly in your young person's hand? I'm just challenging you today to just be cautious about this, to just understand that it's extremely, extremely real. It's, it's a very, very real thing. Number three, a greenhouse makes it comfortable for gardening. You will always have a sheltered place to work in the garden. In the middle of winter, you can work in short sleeves and shirt, shorts. If it's a thunderstorming, you can still tend to your garden. And that's the beauty of a greenhouse. And when you take raising your children seriously... When you take it personally, that's how it can feel. You can have the beauty and and sense the joy of maybe parenting and 
short sleeves and shorts, so to speak, in the middle of winter. And it, when you stay on top of the things that would be pressing and imminent in this day and age, and you 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 kind of keep these things on top of you keep these these things that would be pressing our young people and the pressures of this life and the things that they're going through and the the things that are hurting them and they're struggling with and battling with on a daily basis and we we keep those on the tail end of what is going on in their life then it it almost feels like you're controlling that environment and and things are so much sweeter i am so thankful for a mom and a stepdad that controlled the environment of of our home i'll never forget that there were times in my life where my mom i would come home and i'm thankful for the times that she would ask me for my phone she would ask me for my passcode and she would get in there and she would do a deep search she would ask me about text messages she would confront me on those things at the time as a teenager did i like that stuff probably not but today as a 28 year old man i am beyond thankful that those confrontational moments took place in my life. And so I want to challenge you and encourage you that the entire purpose of a greenhouse is a controlled environment to be able to grow, to be able to, um, you know, allow that environment to just absolutely flourish and allow your child to bloom and, and blossom and just absolutely take place. I'll end this story with our personal children. And, you know, we have we have twin boys, Cooper and Graham. And then we have a, they just turned four. And then we have Clinton, and he's about 17 months old. And, you know, our identical twin boys, they are four years old. And they're identical. And you do a blood test on them. They, those of you that know them, they, they look separate, but genetically and everything, they're identical twins. And so they, they look different. But with that being said, they respond differently. And so my last challenge for you is as parents, as individuals, we have to learn our children. We have to contour to what they need. We have to transform our style. And it takes a lot of effort. It takes being intentional on a daily basis. And it, it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It doesn't, it, it's different if you have one child or if you have five children, all five of them children are probably going to need a different style of parenting. They're probably going to need different um, coaching in their life. And so my challenge to you is this. If your middle child doesn't respond like your fifth child or vice versa, don't get discouraged. Don't get upset. Don't try to discipline the same. Don't try to have the same mindset with everybody. Be patient. Put in the effort. Take the the time to learn each child. It, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of effort. Are you going to come home from a long day and still have to put in the effort once you get home from work and be intentional? Absolutely. 
But at the end of the day, it's going to be absolutely worth it. I promise you one thing, that God will bless you for your efforts. It will not be vanity. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. But that training is a lifetime of years of work, of effort, of intentionality. It's not a lifetime of neglect, of letting, dropping the ball, and just allowing the culture to influence and put into our children. And then when graduation day comes and they disappear, and then all of a sudden we have no idea what happened. It takes a lot of prayer. It takes a lot of allowing others to influence and love and care about. So I'm, I'm on this journey with you. I'm praying for you and your family. I'm here for you. And I'm extremely excited to join hands with you and see what the Lord will do through this Greenhouse Effect podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review. The greatest trick Satan has ever pulled is convincing the world he does not exist. We have to live in light of the reality that he walks about seeking whom he may devour. He is alive and well today. Remember to work out your salvation today. May God bless you richly as you seek to walk with him.